Welcome to the newest Eden Center podcast, Building Ourselves Through Parsha. Our host, Karen Miller-Jackson, will use the Parsha to explore an aspect of social, emotional, or physical well-being relevant for 21st century life and its challenges. Karen is a certified Matan Moralalacha, Jewish educator, writer, founder of Kivun Lashirut, a guidance program for religious girls, and creator of Power Parsha. Consistent with the Eden Center's goal of enhancing women's spiritual life through Torah and Mikvah, Karen's insights, we hope, will serve as a springboard for self-introspection and discussion. Hello, everyone. In this week's Parsha, Yitro, B'nai Israel received the Ten Commandments. What is unique about the Aseret Hadibrot, and what lesson do they have for us in our world today? Let's take a look at the content of the Dibrots. While they are referred to as a unit of Ten Commandments, even in the Torah itself, the sages took note of the distinct nature and possible difference between the first five and the second five of the Dibrot. The Midrash teaches as follows, The Ten Commandments were given five on one tablet and five on the other. Classically, we are taught that the first five relate to Ben Adam Lamakom, mitzvot that relate to between man and God, and the second five are Ben Adam Lachavero, interpersonal mitzvot. However, a closer look at this dichotomy shows that it is actually more complex than that. The second half are clearly interpersonal. Don't murder, don't commit adultery, don't steal, don't bear false witness, don't covet. What about the first five? Well, the first three are about emunan Hashem and not engage in, engaging in idol worship. The fourth, Shabbat, is generally about the fulfillment of God's word and keeping Shabbat. These all seem to f- keep with the theme of Bain Adam Lamakom. The fifth, honoring one's parents, raises exegetical issues since it seems to be an interpersonal mitzvah. The Talmud in Kiddushin resolves this by equating honoring one's parents with honoring God. However, this idea goes deeper than fixing an exegetical conundrum. It provides insight into the essence of all of these mitzvot, which are Bein Adam L'chavero. Says the Midrash in the Mechilta de Rabbi Yishmael, Why were they divided into five and five? says as follows, K'tiv anochi Hashem elokecha, u'kenagdo lo tirtzach. Magida katuv, shakol mi sheshofech dam, ma'aleh alav hakatuv, ki'ilu mema'et bidmut hamelech. It states on one hand, I am the Lord your God, and opposite that it states, you shall not kill, whereby scripture apprises us that spilling blood is tantamount to diminishing the likeness of the king. The Midrash draws a parallel between each of the first and last five commandments. The connection between commandment number one and commandment number six in the Midrash is as follows. The act of murder diminishes the value of I am the Lord your God. Correspondingly, belief in God is connected to the value of preserving life. This Midrash, like the Talmud in Kiddushin about honoring one's parents, demonstrates that the dichotomy between Bein Adam Lamakom and Bein Adam L'chavero is not completely right. In fact, the interpersonal mitzvot are also connected to makom, to God, as well, and have an element of both hamakom and chavero in them. What is the potential difference between these types of mitzvot? The Mishnah in Yoma teaches that transgressions against God, Yom Kippur, can atone for them. However, transgressions against other people Yom Kippur does not atone until the transgressor appeases the person who he has or she has offended. 
Just before this Mishnah, the Talmud and Yoma discusses what happens when there is a conflict between Ben Adam Lamakom and Ben Adam Lachavero. The example given is with regard to commandment number four in the Aseret Hadibrot, when God commands us to keep Shabbat, must it be kept at all costs? What if the only way to save a life is to desecrate Shabbat? The Gemara provides three beautiful drashot on this topic. First, Rabbi Yonatan ben Yosef says, it says in the book of Shemot, for it is sacred to you. This implies that Shabbat is given into your hands and you are not to be given to it to die on account of Shabbat. The second drasha, Rabbi Shimon ben Menasia says, we are actually desecrating one Shabbat in order to save someone so that a person will be able to observe many more Shabbatot. The third drasha, Rav Yehuda, says, in the name of Shmuel, and live by them, v'chai bahem, from the book of Vayikra, not that he should die by them. Rav Yehuda's opinion goes beyond the scope of Shabbat and relates to other mitzvot as well. It addresses this dilemma, what if performing a mitzvah will endanger others? In that case, we say, v'chai bahem, do not do it if it will endanger the life of others. I am thinking of this mitzvah, v'chai bahem, and of the connection between Bein Adam L'chavero and Bein Adam L'makom this week in particular for two reasons. First, unfortunately, this week we witnessed the opposite and total disregard of Vachai Bahem. Images of religious Jews en masse not only not preserving life, but endangering it. A sad sight. How can we encourage it to be otherwise? At the same time, we also lost a model of Vachai Bahem this week. Rabbi Avraham Tversky, Zal, devoted himself to preserving and sanctifying life. Take a moment to watch one of his videos, to read one of his books, to learn from him. Rabbi Tversky was a rabbi and psychiatrist who tragically died from COVID-19 at the age of 90. He was a leader in raising issues of mental health, addiction, happiness, love, and self-esteem. In particular, he connected Torah values with helping others and saving lives in his work, in particular in the ultra-Orthodox community. Rabbi Tversky saw the deep connection between mitzvot Ben Adam L'chavero and Ben Adam L'makom. He wrote the following on this connection. How, do we relate, how we relate to God depends on how we relate to other people. When the Baal Shem Tov was asked, how can one develop a love for God? How can one love a being that one cannot see or have any sense experience of him? He responded, love your fellow man. This will lead you to love of God. May the memory of Rabbi Tursky be for a blessing. As we approach the Shabbat of Matan Torah, the Aseret Hadibrot are a reminder that we place Ben Adam Lamakom alongside Ben Adam Lachavero, not as dichotomized commands with no relation to each other, but rather we synthesize them based on the words of the Chachamim. And we need to remember that by acting to protect and save lives, we are increasing the image of God in our world. Shabbat Shalom. This podcast is hosted by the Eden Center, whose goal is to reinvigorate the ancient female ritual of mikvah as a sacred space for women and use it as the natural platform it is to connect to Jewish women's health, well-being, and healthy relationships, enhancing Jewish women and family life. We invite you to visit our website, www.theedencenter.com, to learn more about our work in making mikvah relevant, welcoming, and meaningful. This episode is recorded by Karen Miller-Jackson, edited by Mecca Shore, and is a product of the Adam Center. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please consider sponsoring a podcast in dollars or shekels at bit.ly backslash E-D-E-N-P-O-D. 
Additionally, give us a five-star rating, share this podcast on social media, and encourage others to subscribe. We welcome your feedback by email at podcasts at theedencenter.com.